Good afternoon, radio friends. This is the day that the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. As we are worshiping here at the Greater Apicinia Baptist Church, located at 1161 East 105th Street at the corner of Reverend Dr. E. Theophilus Cavanis Way, Cleveland, Ohio, with the Reverend Dr. Emmett Theophilus Cavanis, pastor, Reverend Theophilus James Cavanis, co-pastor, the Reverends Patrick Lee Robinson, Hilton O. Smith, Cassandra Bledsoe, and Rhonda Lawrence are the assistant ministers. Our audio video technicians are Deaconess Stefana Cavanis and Brother Matthew Parnell. The musicians are Tremel Yarbrough, director, pianist, Mark Thompson, organist, Elliot Lanier, percussionist. Move upstairs. Move in my room upstairs. That is why I'm so happy. In spite of all the trials and cares, getting ready. Move in my room upstairs. The gospel choir now sings, move upstairs. Soloist, brother Mark Thompson. I still want to satisfied oh, yes. in light preachment, oh, yes. Lord to dwell. Oh, yes. I didn't know I oh, yes. was a printer oh, yes. in a cell. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Dwelling oh, yes. on the first one, God oh, yes. oh, yes. I'm just here oh, yes. temporarily, oh, yes. but I soon shall move above in my father's oh, yes. house and glory. Bright mansion, oh, yes. I prepare. Pure oh, yes. by Jesus, oh, yes. a lonely carpenter, oh, yes. Galilee. Oh, yeah. Oh, but one day, oh, yes. this earthly life is over. Oh, Gonna join oh, yes. the heavenly choir oh, yes. and the golden oh, yes. shining angel oh, yes. will be climbing the golden stair. I'm gonna move, move upstairs. Move upstairs. Yes, I am. I'm going to move upstairs. 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 
tried to hide my trials and I'm getting ready, Lord, to move, move us Tried it on. Wave your hand if you tried it. Have you tried it on? If you don't believe, I've been redeemed. Follow me down. Follow me down. Follow me down to the Jordan Street. Jordan River is chilly and cold. It chill my body, but not my soul. I'm getting ready, Lord, to move. Who upstairs? you brought me out of darkness you feel my life with so much sweetness i'm pressing onwards towards the mark of the high calling of jesus christ i want to sing a song about you there's no secret what god can do if you ask him he'll save you too the gospel choir now sings saved and set to sing 
vocalist James Cavanis comes to us now with his music ministry, Let followed the by the breaking of the bread of life. This has been your announcer, Deaconess Letha Robinson, saying, remember, only what you do for Christ will last. May God bless you all. God has spoken. So let the church say amen. Oh, let the church say amen. Let the church say amen. Oh, yes. God has spoken, so let the church say amen. Our response ought to be amen, amen, amen. Amen. Of the dead. Amen. 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 Let the church share. Nehemiah 8 and 5, and when he opened the book, all the people stood up. Revelation, the 22nd chapter and the 16th verse. John the Revelator said, uh, Jesus, Jesus saying, I, Jesus, have sent mine angel to testify unto you these things in the churches. I am the root and the offspring of David and the bright and the morning star. And I chose as a Bible verse uh, for our amplification of our verse this morning, the Amplified Bible, which simply says, I, Jesus, have sent my angels to testify to you and to give you assurance of these things for the churches. For I am the root, the source, the life, and the offspring of David, the radiant and bright morning star. Look at somebody, anybody next to you, and just simply say, I believe, I believe that, Jesus that Jesus is a bright star. And I believe, I believe that same Jesus, that Jesus is, living is living in me. Amen. Amen. Thank you, man, for seated in the day. I believe that. I believe. If I had to put a, if I had to put a tag on this message, I'd simply say, testimony of a bright star and a living Christ. Uh -huh. A 
testimony of a bright star and a living Christ. My brothers and my sisters, <clears throat> if we view in a panoramic movement or motion a clear and succinct, on a clear and succinct night filled with stars, you and we will most likely see a declaration and a demonstration of a living God. We testify that God is good, not only good, he's good all the time, but uh, that, that, that he's good all the time. But how is it that he is so good and how does God exude and ooze forth with grandeur and greatness? When one considers the heavens and the stars uh, in the heavens, uh, that should possibly create a testimony, and it should. If it does not, it should possibly create a testimony of God's goodness, God's greatness, and the grandeur of the Lord himself. If we look at the universe, I, I, I can't understand uh, anyone who looks into the heavens and doesn't believe uh, that there is a God somewhere. Uh, the worlds, the worlds without end, the undiscovered uh, heavens, the planets, the sky, uh, looking across the vastness of everything, looking uh, upwards and seeing that there is not even some or there's more, there's more and more. And yet, some of us never arrive at the fact that God in Christ can not only speak to us in plain and ordinary places, but he can also speak to us in the most majestic of places. Let me talk to us for a minute. Let me talk to us for a minute and simply say, when I say, and the Bible says, the heavens. Somebody say heavens. The heavens declare the glory of God and, and the firmament showeth forth his handiwork. Let me describe for you the magnificent magnanimity of God, what God could do. And I'm going to say it like this. When I, or when we go to bed tonight, we will be able to sleep under the stars and under the firmament, and the stars will testify while we're sleeping. The stars will testify to the angels saying, keep him and keep her all night long. What I'm trying to say is that God does, and he can, does, and he will keep us all night long. That while we're asleep, God, God's stars and God's angels are preparing the angels to sing early in the morning as we preview the morning sun. They're going to sing a song for us. They're going to sing holy, holy, holy. When you go to work, uh, and when you go out and about doing what your task and you you uh, you and all day long you're about you will hear holy 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 that's if you know the Lord for yourself now if, if you don't know the Lord you, you can't hear uh, that kind of holy because when you leave you won't be able to experience that but but uh, but let me tell you angels can sing all night long and angels can sing all day long. 
Now, uh, I'm not trying to get eschatological on you this morning, but um, they, they, they never get tired of singing. Angels never get tired. They just keep on singing. You're looking at me like I, I lost something this morning. You're looking at me like I lost something. The angels sing so much, you would think that the angels would get tired like we get tired of hollering sometimes. We get tired of singing sometimes. We leave here sweating, singing some Sundays, getting all excited. But uh, we get tired, but uh, can't you see them all day long as the angels sing? They're singing, saying, holy, holy, holy. We, we might ask, why are the angels still singing? Well, angels can still sing and angels will sing because angels have a testimony. When we don't have a testimony, angels will have the testimony. When we can testify, we, when we just sit here and can't say amen, the angels gonna say amen. When we sit here and can't praise the Lord because we're too tired to praise the Lord, the angels continue to praise the Lord. We can't see them, we can't look at it our eyes. The angels gonna say amen and they're gonna say praise the Lord. The angels are just not going to stare, but, but the angels are going to sing, ah, keep on praising the Lord. They never get tired. They're going to sing, holy, holy, holy. Uh, well, well, if we take a long look at our theology and theologians would uh, tell us there are two reasons. And you say, why, why don't angels get tired? There are two reasons why angels don't get tired. The first is they don't they don't have earthly bodies. And then the second is, that is when angels bow, they are not bowing out of duty. It's getting quiet in here. When we bow, we want something. When we bow, we, we, we think it's a little humiliating to bow. When we bow, it, it, it's, a end, it's a motive to what we're trying to bow for. <clears throat> But, but when the angels bow, they're not bowing because they have to bow. They're not bowing out of duty. They're bowing because they're reacting to what God has done for them. So that means by the time we, that is by the time they see something and bow and pay homage to him by saying holy, 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 and, and by the time they get their heads back up, they realize that God has done something else for them. When they, when they, when they bow down and they start saying, holy, 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 when they raise up again, they're going to realize that God has done something else for them. And when they bow their heads again, they, they, they lift their heads and say, he's keeping on doing what he's doing. Holy. Holy, holy. So then as Christian witnesses, uh, what, that, that, that's not so hard to understand because we're human beings. Uh, he does something different all the time. I'm going to say it like this. He woke you up this morning. Holy. Uh, he, he, he let us get dressed this morning. Holy. 
he, he let us get here without having an accident and getting hit by another car. Holy. And when we go to bed tonight, it's awful quiet in here. It's awful quiet. I, it's awful quiet in here. When we go to bed tonight, there will be something that he will do for you and for me. I wonder how I got witnesses in this house. I know we might not be feeling it, but there's something that God is going to do for you and me that we're just going to say holy. Somebody say holy. Holy, holy. Well, not only do the angels testify and sing their testimony, but I can, there are stars that can testify also, yes. Stars can exemplify the goodness and greatness of our great God. And as we peruse our text today, we see John exiled on the isle called Patmos. And John testifies to the fact that Jesus appeared to him 70 years after the resurrection and ascended into heaven. John the Revelator said, I, I, Jesus, I, Jesus, have sent mine angel to testify unto you these things in the churches. For I am the root and I am the offspring of David and the bright and morning star. So as children, we, we might have been told that the first star we see just before daylight is a whooshing star. Uh, the common legend is that uh, all we need to do is see a whooshing star and then we close our eyes, make a whoosh, and the whoosh comes true. Pointing to the whooshing star made the whoosh happen faster than it would on any other occasion. In reality though, the morning star is not a star, actually a star at all. Scientifically uh, speaking, and uh, the morning star is a planet called Venus. In the eighth grade science classes, if we've been to the eighth grade science classes, we learned about the planets. Everybody knows about the, them. There are nine of them, but now there are only eight planets. The one planet we learned about was Venus. It was very close to the earth and very great in its science, uh, shine luminously. And it shined brighter than the other stars. And in fact, on a clear day, Venus can be seen in the sky and it can be seen in broad daylight, but it can be seen best as the sun reflects at its back. Venus is a bright, it's bright, but science says Venus is not a star. But in biblical times, people didn't worry about the uh, uh, specs or, or they, they focused on the truth. They didn't work both of what they thought was, they focused on the truth. What, what they saw in the heavens might actually have been a planet, and that was the planet Venus. But it, did, it didn't matter. The truth was that when the night was darkest, it always appeared. So as Christians, we are not, uh, we may not have risen early in the morning to see a morning star, but we know, we believe in our heart that it's there. We, we take 
we take confidence in knowing that even though we cannot see him, that's God, we know that God, somebody help me, that God is there. I'm trying to go somewhere with this. <clears throat> As the revelation closes, it gives us a picture of Christ looming large over us, watching and protecting and being constantly concerned about us. That is, even though he is not seen with our eyes, he is there. Because Jesus himself calls himself the bright and morning star. The Old Testament talked about, uh, talked about uh, it by the prophet Balaam, who said, I, I see him, but not now. I behold him, uh, but not near. A star shall come out of Jacob, and a scepter shall rise out of Israel. Numbers 24 and 17. So it's interesting to note that Jesus did not refer to himself just as a star, but he is the bright and the morning star. You know, when Jesus shows up, I, I believe I can testify right now. I believe when Jesus shows up, he can even give stars a testimony, especially his star, because when his star, 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 star starts testifying, uh, three things are going to happen. The first thing that Jesus' star going to happen is going to testify that uh, Jesus is the way. For years, people have traveled and looked to the stars to give them a sense of direction every day and every night. But the Bible says that Jesus is the morning star. And as the morning star, he's constantly pointing the way for us. When Jesus started preaching, when Jesus started testifying to us, he didn't tell us that he's, he was just one of the way. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one cometh unto the Father but by me. When uh, we talk about light, we should talk about that light that shines from heaven to guide us every step of the way. For I heard Jesus declare in John 8 and 12, I am the light of the world. He that followeth me shall not walk in darkness, but shall walk in the light of life. If we then follow the guiding light, he shows us the way to move because he is the way. When we walk through life, we walk from death into life and from life into death. But for the Christian, we don't walk from life into death because we're living in the dying right now. I wonder how we got witnesses here. We're dying every day. No, we're walking in death, but we're going toward life. So from death into life, from gloom into glory, from sin into salvation, 
from misery into comfort, from panic to peace. But the light of heaven shows up every time because Jesus is the way. Then second thing Jesus' star is going to testify is that he shows up when things look at their worst and even when things look at their best. Jesus is going to testify in our behalf. What were you saying? In the course, my brothers and sisters, of our lives, we will reach a point when things get really bad for us. Isn't it amazing that when things look the worst, that God shows up if we believe in him? I wonder if I got witnesses in this house. God shows up. That's why Jesus described himself as the bright and the morning star. After, in other words, after a long night of darkness, when you can uh, hardly see your way, suddenly the horizon comes up and the morning star appears. Whenever that morning star appears, you're going to know it, it won't be long before night is going to end. It won't be long before doubts are going to be settled. It won't be long before suffering is going to end. It won't be long before floodwaters are going to subside. It won't be long before sickness will be healed. When God shows up, he brings hope. I wonder, I, I wonder if y'all praying with me. Well, we ought to shout sometimes and praise him for showing up. He, when he shows up, he inspires us, he motivates us, and he keeps us going. That's a reminder that he is responsible for our successes, our achievements, and the wonderful way we live. And after the storm, we see a rainbow. After every cloud, we're going to see a light and a silver lining from heaven. When he shows us whether in the good times, whether in the bad times, he brings us a renewed spirit and a faith. And he's able to say he's a bright and the morning star. Then third and last thing that Christ star will testify is that he is the key to salvation. My brothers and sisters, the morning star of our lives is not just twinkle, is a twinkling star, but the bright and morning star is the key to our salvation. The stars twinkle brightly and wink at us on different horizons, but not only do the stars provide the saving of our souls, but our salvation comes from the one who says, I'm the bright and the morning star. You know, the stars are awesome, uh, sprinkling a canopy of uh, 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 midnight skies and a million beams of light, but uh, it's not the twinkling of the stars that can save us this morning. And it's not the twinkling of a star that can save our souls, but it's the twinkling of the bright and the morning star. Because when we see that star, we see salvation. Salvation is on the way when we see that star. The north star points the north way north, but it's not the north star that can show us the way. It, the only way is the bright and the morning star. It's not only the mystery of why Christ chooses to describe himself 
with the characteristics of the planet Venus, but he says, I'm the bright and the morning star. It's because we know that uh, we might know about Venus, but we know more than anything when we know Jesus for ourselves. There are eight planets in the solar system, but Jesus compares himself to Venus. Venus is the is not the closest planet to the sun, but it's the brightest planet of the sun. That's why he said, I'm the bright and the morning star. My brothers and sisters, when it gets dark outside and the, uh, it shines the brightest when we see that God knows that he says, I'm the bright and the morning star. Of the eight planets of the earth, Venus is the hottest planet. But it's a good thing to know that if we face some cold realities, and if it gets cold outside, God can provide heat in the midst of our cold and, and hard hearts. While, and then while the other seven planets of the universe rotate counterclockwise around the sun, I come to tell you before I take my seat that Venus goes in the opposite direction. Well, why do you say Venus goes in the opposite direction? Uh, Venus goes in the opposite direction and that's good to know that because when we start getting things in our path and obstacles in our path I can tell you that God can turn things around whenever when everyone says that we're gonna fail because uh, of where we're going I can tell you God is gonna turn things around when when people say uh, you, you're not nothing and you're not going to be anything God is gonna turn things around when we drop our heads in despair I come to tell you God's not gonna go counterclockwise God is gonna go in the other direction because he's gonna turn things around when we've fallen by the wayside he's gonna turn things around and and while we are experiencing what we're going through that is, on a clear day, we know that God can help us. And in the evening, in the evening before we go to bed at night, when things get dark, I come to tell you there's a thing called the evening star. When night comes and we get worried about everything we don't need to get worried about, when night comes, when funds are running low and we, our family's in the dark, we simply get a reminder and I can tell you that when Jesus said weeping may endure for a night but joy does anybody know about that joy but joy don't come in the morning in the evening when happy days have passed us the evening star gonna send us a telegram from heaven and say trouble don't last always I'm the bright and the morning star when, when when people get on our nerves and people get next to us ooh, and we we need an evening star to come along uh, I, I tell you that evening star gonna come along in the way of Isaiah when he said he was wounded <clears throat> I want to have I got witnesses here he was wounded for our transgressions he was bruised for our iniquities and the chest pieces of the pieces upon him and with his stripes we are healed yes i wonder who can call on the name of jesus this morning at the name of jesus he's hope in a weary land 
He's a bridge over troubled waters. He's a way out of nowhere. He's a president of presidents. He's a governor of governors. He's the king of kings. And the, he's the lord of lords. He's a, a way out of nowhere. He's a heart fixer. He's a mind regulator. He's a soul satisfier. He did not let us sleep too late. He woke us up on time. He's my God. He's your God. He fixed me up. He stepped me up. He's able. And he's the bright and the morning star. The doors of the church are 